views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. This show is broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. For more information about this show or our network, please visit www.podcastdetroit.com. event has ended the crowd is starting to clear out of the arena so therefore that means it's time to start breaking down the ring we are your ring crew z armbar joe (laughs) the champs mighty next little thing and of course me the almighty one mikey uh as you guys can hear uh orlando is not able to make it this week he unfortunately uh, took three chair shots to the groin. So he's getting his left testicle removed from the guy that he shoved it down his throat after he hit him in the groin three times with a chair. That's what happens. Sometimes, you know, testicles get caught in other dudes' throats. He I te- saw the whole thing go down. He teabagged him. He teabagged him hard. You guys having a good week? I yeah. was until you told me that. <laughs> it's not my fault. It's not my fault. Hey, if somebody hit you in the dick three times, you put your bowl in their mouth. These one, just one. It's not gay. It's just one. <laughs> no homo. It's not gay. No homo. If it's just one ball, that's uh. Yeah, because two is crossing the line. Very much crossing the line. Alrighty then. You know, it's just how it goes. Sorry, guys, girl. Oh, that's how we things do. Things I learn from you know. Uh, so obviously it was a big fucking weekend for us. Uh, Explains a lot. Whoops. I am live. Uh, so, yeah, it was a big weekend for everything. Uh, the G1 special in the United States, in the USA, from New Japan Pro Wrestling happened over the weekend. Two-day special. Uh, the first one you were able to see live on Axis TV. Uh, they showed it Saturday night. I'm sorry. That's fine. Uh, then Sunday, they had yeah, it was live on the New Japan uh, World Net- New Japan World Network, yeah. uh, which you can get for uh, 9,999 yen. <laughs> what is the equivalent of? Four dollars, Mary. It will be airing live this Friday on Access TV if anyone's interested, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as well. Uh, there's a whole bunch, man, that we're going to have going on and stuff with this. This is going to be uh, fun. It's going to be awesome. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that. Wrestling happened this week for WWE as well, uh, the, leading up to the Great Balls of Fire pay-per-view that's going on this weekend. Uh, which is actually built finally to be a decent looking show, regardless of the name. Like, it could be pretty good, you know. Probably, I I'm not doubting any of this anymore. You know, like it just seems like it could be good. 
especially with like the women's match, Seth Rollins versus Bray Wyatt, both of those could go. You know, um, it'll be. I mean, honestly, I don't, it doesn't look like a bad card. You can get rid of that uh, that stupid match between Roman Reigns, Braun Strowman. But other than that, you don't like Roman Reigns, Braun Strowman seven. No, no, oh, no, 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 not many. Not, people, not many. Of How us many times does he gotta like flip over a meat wagon or put Roman Reigns in it before they stop doing that match? Until he gets good competition. <laughs> <laughs> He's never gonna get good competition. So therefore, he's when just he going to continue on, when going. He, when he came on TV this week and he said that, I want to throw something at my TV. <laughs> Why? Uh, because it pisses me off now. Like <laughs> it, it's like a trigger. Word. <laughs> he's just like a cartoon. I mean, you just all I see is nerds <laughs> and competition. <laughs> that's like the only words that I hear from him. Cool. Yeah. No matter what he says, that's all. That's all. That's all I hear. Competition. Competition. <laughs> Want all of it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's talk about New Japan's uh, weekend. I'll be honest, I did not see day two yet. Have no clue how all of the matches went. I do know who won the IWGP United States Champion tr- Championship tournament. Um, I do know that. That's it. That's all I know. Um, I find it ironic that both U.S. champions and both promotions are Canadian. Um, it's very common. Is it? They have a lot of Canadian champions? Yeah. No, both United States champions in New Japan and WWE are both Canadian. Yep. Neither, yeah. They're the only two companies that carry a United States championship. Are they really? Yeah, but yeah. I didn't know that. ROH doesn't have one? They have a television title. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. I like WCW's old school television title, like the one that was defended at a ten minute with a ten minute time limit on TV every week. Well, that's yeah. how the ROH mm-hmm. TV title started off like that too, but it had like a twenty minute time limit, whatever. Which is fine, but I loved how it had a ten minute time limit, and most of the time the match hit its time limit. You know, I mean, yeah, that, it, it was great. <clears throat> it was great. I mean, that's I mean, that's how a lot of the champions held it. So anyway, yeah, uh, New Japan uh, results. Um, night one started off. With a bang, ten man tag team championship uh, tag match, not championship match. There was no championship. Sorry, uh, Bullet Club versus Chaos. Thanks. Weird promo video. <laughs> um, it had it was Marty Scroll, uh, Young Bucks, and Takahashi and. Bad Ruck Fare. <laughs> bad Ruck. <laughs> or Bad Rack Fare. Taking on Will Ospreay, uh, Briscoes, Rocky Romero, and Beretta. That match was pretty fucking good. Yeah, and how we're always tired to see a multi man tag matches. Right. It made it, it was actually made you give a fuck. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm sick of seeing WWE put together multi man tag matches. They can actually be good, but just the WWE sucks at it. Romero pull, hit a roll-up uh, to score a win. Uh, the next was uh, Los Ingobernables. Go ahead. I can't let, say, let Joe it. say it. Let Armbar Joe say it. Los Ingobernables. Fuck you. De Hapan. De Hapan. <laughs> uh, versus Liger, Volador Jr., Dragon Lee, and Titan. Uh, again, it's, it's Volador Jr. and Titan. Volador. Sorry. 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 God damn it. Uh, and the Dehapan members were Bushi, Evil, Sonata, Hiromu, Takahashi. Uh, another pretty good match, man. Uh, finished uh, with uh, Takahashi scored the victory over uh, Titan with his time bomb finisher. 
Uh, next was the first match in the um, IWGP United States Tournament, Hangman Page versus Jay Lethal, where Jay Lethal went over. Uh, then Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, t- took on Juice Robinson, uh, Juice Robinson, where Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, went over. Next was uh, the it was a four four on four, so an eight man tag match. Uh, Billy Gunn, Yoshitatsu, and the Tempura Boys uh, versus White Finlay, Kushida, and Tanahashi. That one ended when White pinned Yoshitatsu after a flatliner. Then uh, the Gorillas of Destiny took on War Machine. And War Machine became the new uh, IWGP Tag Team Championships. Yeah, they Ch- beat uh, And uh, next was Naito versus Ishii. And, man, what a great fucking match that was. You know, I can't... That was the match of the weekend. Yeah, that... I, well, every time I've watched Naito perform... Maybe uh, you didn't see Night 2 yet, though. But. No, not all of it. No, Naito's awesome, dude. Dude, he's fucking great. He's an amazing heel, isn't he? Yeah. He slide in the ring, just, you know, just... I think I've made comments before on the show where, like, you know, I've never understood a word of what he's ever said, but at every second that I'm watching him, I know exactly what he's thinking. He you spoke know? English after the match. Was it after or before the match? After. After the match, yeah. He spoke and did well. I mean, you know. Uh, he did better than like, like Tozawa yeah. well or like uh, Nakamura well? Um, In between Nakamura and Tozawa. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't. It's wasn't like a Hideo Itami. Yeah. Uh, Ishii went over on him. So Naito, did, uh, all the promos that he was cutting, how he's going to retire the United States Championship once he won it. Uh, he was knocked out. Round one. After that, Michael Elgin versus Kenny Omega, and I I like I love that match. That was also a really I, really I liked good match. I liked Ishii and Naito better. Uh, What's your Naito mark? I'm also an Ishii mark. <laughs> <laughs> His markdom is so torn. Yeah. Uh, Omega went over, putting Elgin away with the one winged angel. I love that move too. <laughs> and next, the final, uh, the um, main event for night one was because. Kazuchika Okada versus Cody, who JR could not stop calling Rose. That was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> For the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Okada went over, uh, and obviously uh, Rhodes lost. Uh, there was a lot of storyline in that match. Uh, what was cool about, what was really, really cool about New Japan uh, and Axis TV is there was a full day of New Japan Pro Wrestling leading up to the G1 special in the United States. And a lot of it told a lot of the story for what was going on into that ma- into like, that night. Like the dissension within the Bullet Club. Yep, and and cor- like especially like during the 60-minute uh, uh, match time where the Omega versus Okada, where they went 60 minutes and nobody beat anybody. Don't Cody mean. Rhodes had come out trying to throw in a towel for him. So Kenny Omega came out during their match telling uh, his wife Brandy to throw in the towel for them. It was really good, really good. Uh, that's night one. Did you uh? Did you mention uh Zack Saber Junior versus Juice? I did. You did. Okay. I did. Um, and Mike is still not impressed with Zack Saber. I like. I liked that match actually. I'm not. I thought it was. Man. He's he. He showed a lot more uh intensity than he did in the CWC. I mean, yeah. yeah, there was more intensity, but it was still just nothing. I really. Cared for, yeah. N- nothing. I was just like, what did you think, Smitty? I thought it was a good match. I do agree that the guy has no charisma whatsoever. I did like that finisher, though. That looked absolutely brutal. Yeah, 
I did. I, I, I think it's like the charisma factor is the only thing that I can't get behind Zach Sabre. I like his moves. What, like what he does in the ring is amazing. The guy just needs some character. He could stand yeah. to bulk up a little bit too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's definitely. Yeah, I. I, I mean, look, Scrying a little spit fuck. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Scrying a little spit fuck. I agree. Totally, one hundred percent with that. Uh, night two, um, it kicked off with uh, Taguchi Japan, uh, Kushida and Finley, and Justin Thunder Liger defeating the Tempura Boys and Yoshitatsu after Finley made Yoshitatsu tap out to the stretch muffler. Omega defeated Jay Lethal uh, with the One Wing Angel uh, for the first uh, semifinal match. Uh, Ishii defeated Zack Saber Jr. with the vertical drop Brainbuster, which is devastating when he hits it. Um, uh, for the second semifinal match for the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship Tournament, uh, then Juice Robinson, Jay White, Dragon Lee, Titan, and Vo- and was it Volador? Volador. Volador Jr. defeated Los. In Cobernables, De Hapon. De Hapon. Naito, Takahashi, and never open weight six main six man tag team champions, Bushi, Evil, and Sonata, after White hit Bushi with the shell shock. Bullet Club, uh, Hangman Page, Tamatanga, and Tonga Loa Roa, whatever, uh, defeated <laughs> Michael Elgin and uh, the tag team champions War Machine after Page hit the rite of passage on Roe. Uh, the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Young Bucks. Defeated Rapongi Vice, Tr- Beretta, and Rocky Romero after Romero submitted to the Sharpshooter. And then Bullet Club, Muddy Skrull, Cody Rhodes, Badaruk Fare, and Yujihiro, uh, and, and Yuhiro Takahashi defeated Chaos of the Briscoe Brothers, Jay and Mark, Osprey, Will Osprey, and Kuzichka Okada after Cody hit the crossroads on Osprey. And then the IWGP Intercontinental Champion Hiroshi Tanahashi defeated Billy Gunn with the high fly flow. And then Kenny Omega defeated Tomohiro Ishii with the one wing angel to become the first ever IWGP United States Heavyweight Champion. Okay. We went over the whole fucking thing. Uh, yep. Punky Vice thing. When Rapunky Vice, um, when they lost, they actually disbanded. Rapunky Vice disbanded, and uh, and uh, Trent Bar- and Beretta's going up to the heavyweight uh, division. Okay. Uh, most of us watched. Did you, Callie? Did you ever get a chance to watch night one? Yeah, <clears throat> to an extent. All right. Um, talk about it, guys. Uh, I want to hear from Joe first, since he's our resident New Japan Mark. Uh, Joe, obviously you said the. Ishii and Naito was your match of the weekend. Um, it might be Ishii and Omega. They're right there, but obviously it was a for me it was a match of the night. Night one. Um, Ishii, they call him the Stone Pitbull. This guy is just savage. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, he he's I don't know, maybe five 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 six. He looks like a little bowling ball. But he is just a fucking beast of, <laughs> of a. Are you talking about the guy ring. from the the finals of the yeah, the U.S. the yeah. guy who faced Omega in yeah. the finals? Yeah, he reminded me of Scott Norton when he walked out when I saw that match. Scott just, Norton's just, just, just a like lot just, bigger than him, but yeah, but he like just the way he walked With the mentality. Like, yeah, the way he was like solid all over, but not like ripped. And yeah, he, he's got that brutal headbutt, and I mean he move, He's very agile for being a little short. Stocky dude, he, he he moves like someone who's a lot uh, thinner and smaller than him, but like a saber, almost shit. He he seemed like he was 
moving around faster in the ring than Saber was. Ishii? Yeah. Dude, yeah, he's great. Uh, I'm, I can honestly say that e- even though I don't watch much New Japan, I'm going to get into it a lot more now. Uh, not expansion. just... You are great. It's one of the things where not just because of what's coming up, what, they, what they've recently announced, but the fact that they have the TV deal with Axis, they show a lot of things that are going on. It's going to be uh, something that a lot of people are going to get in a lot more. And as Smitty was breaking the news of, there has been an announcement made by New Japan that they're hopefully starting in 2018, uh, like early, like March. Spring. Um, yes, Mar- March, plan, April. They want to have a tour. A dojo here in the, L.A., and they want to have offices here in L.A., and they want to be touring Touring by, by 2018. April dojo, 2018 yep, at the latest. Dojo and offices in here by the end of this year. Don't they already have a dojo? They had a LA? dojo. What? So, so the, uh, Does anyone know what happened to that? Yeah, Noki Dojo uh, is no more. I don't know I don't how know it. Uh, I don't know how it like ended, but I know at one time that uh, Daniel Samoa Bryan Joe and uh, I don't know. Did Daniel Bryan help him run Daniel it? Daniel Bryan, Samoa Joe, uh, okay. Rocky Romero. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it was a pretty good uh, training facility back in the day. I mean, nothing like uh, what the performance center is, but it's still a reputable. Camp to come out of, you know. You just, did you just mark out for the WWE Performance Center? Yeah. Why? Have I'll, you been there? No. Did you just know my photos and videos? I just like what they do over there. <laughs> the How video. do you really know what they do over there? Because you watch NXT. I watch NXT, and there's also that when they when they first opened it up, the WWE dot com where you like had like the online tours of it and the stuff they would do there. All right. It's a, it's an awesome facility, but the way I look at it is like they they manufacture wrestlers. Like the wrestlers that just come straight out of there don't have life experience elsewhere, you know, touring around. But to be fair, but um, also I, I just like to be fair. That's what everyone does. I mean, I, I I'm I'm of the guild now where I don't give a shit if you hit the indie scene. It doesn't matter because as far as I'm and I'm talking the indie scene of as in New Japan or ROH, like what do you need that for? I uh, I think it makes you more well rounded as a performer. I think you cut loose and do more be more what you want to be on there where WWE does kind of water down. Yeah, I think stars. it gives you a chance to find yourself as a character. I'm gonna tell you this right now, if you're using that if you're saying that and then you're fucking cheering for the new day and you think WWE writers write everything the new day do, you're ridiculous. Because the New Day go off script quite a bit. Oh, yeah, of course. But that's because that when they do it, it sells. WWE, yeah, I agree, 100%. You're trying to manufacture just about anything. But with the right uh, way of putting yourself into it, you can run your own fucking ship. It just is a, it's just a matter of can you run your own fucking ship? Because I refuse to believe that... I think there needs to be a good mix... Of both um, guys coming in from indies and New Japan's and ROHs and whatnot, and also home homegrown self developed talent, you know, and that's you got people like Baron Corbin, Alexa Bliss, even Big E. Big E, he was at FCW his whole career, which was a subsidiary of WWE. Right. Yeah, that was like the precursor to NXT. Yeah, but but again, I mean, 
sure, you got people coming in who've had a bunch of indie experience. Owens, Zane, AJ, Rollins. And Ambrose. Yeah, Ambrose got around too. It's – but so much of it I don't think – and again, it's – this is just all relative and I'm not trying to argue a point because opinions are opinions. But I feel like if you're good enough to take what you're given and make it better, a la New Day, a la Roman Reigns too. You know, you can argue it. He he's manufactured from the ground up, but you, I highly doubt. I'm now, not when he first started uh, going solo because his promos back then used to be so robotic and shit. Uh, what's changed? The fact that now he's he's going along with what the audience is doing at the moment. Are you talking about last week when he said not just last week? Up? There's there's been weeks where he just goes, and he just says whatever. There, there was the one, the promo right after WrestleMania, was it? Where he just sat there and didn't say a word for eleven minutes. Yeah, with a crowd yell "fuck you," Roman. Uh-huh. Right, but do you think? And this is me being that was actually my favorite promo he's ever yeah. done. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only one he's ever done that I actually care about. So it's not much to choose from. But so. do you think that it is anything to do with? WWE or Vince or anyone saying, okay, just go out there and let the crowd do what the crowd does. Don't say anything except for this line. Or do you think that maybe at one point there was something and then they told a ref, hey, go over there and just say something? Because obviously the refs are mic'd up. And then because of what was going on, they said, hey, we're going to change the promo. Tell them not to say anything. See, but – I still believe that Vince probably was like, just go out, just go out there and say nothing. They'll hate you. Yeah, Watch. I agree. I, but like, I could totally I see the, the old man coming up with that and t- just, just stand there, just stand there, pretend you're gonna say something. Yeah, and then say, "This is my yard now." And drop the mic and walk. Was that was that That's what he all said? All yeah. it was. Man, it was so good. It was again. He just had the whole crowd. No one, no one, did, not even Cena this week when he came back had that. But again, back to New Japan. Uh, Rusev got a bigger Ishii. Yeah, he did. Yeah, Ishii. The guy, um, he's just a little monster. Did, uh, did you see that match? Which one? He didn't see the final. No, no, I saw that. Okay. Oh, you see. No, yeah. night one. Ishii. Ishi, Ishi, oh, yeah, Ishi, Naito. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great match. Like, <laughs> Josh Barnett. This guy takes hateful dumps. <laughs> Hashtag hateful dumps. <laughs> yep. JR called him a goddamn appliance. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. Uh <laughs> Well, I did take some notes here. Yeah, uh, dog. Let me see. Uh, you can lift that up for you. Get you by the microphone. I will say, going into the uh, just talking about the main event, um, all the storyline involved in that, how the announcers kept saying there was dissension in the Bullet Club, even leading to post match where they showed how Cody flipped the table and everything after you know Kenny Omega. We're going to talk about this now, and the Young Bucks are like, let's go talk about this in private. We're going to go talk about it in private. And then uh, I was actually spoiled. The reason I watched the ma- the final match that was posted on Breaking Down the Ring BDR Cast Facebook.com slash BDR Cast. Um, I watched that was because I watched the episode of Being the Elite, the DM. Okay. And at the end of it, fucking Omega walks out and he's got the title on his shoulder. I was like, ah, shit! <laughs> <laughs> I spoiled myself. <laughs> See, I did my best not to spoil. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm not arguing that. Uh, but yeah, so the heavyweight title match uh, for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. In the beginning of it, when they're pushing it, r- like two matches in, I m- I put out a tweet. It's uh, 
Jim Ross had the line of the night right there where he said, uh, Okada is going to be taking on the American Nightmare Cody. Poor bastard doesn't even have a last name. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when he was calling the match, he was like, hey, Cody, don't call me Rhodes, and stuff like that. Yeah, well, he has to use his actual name, too, though. He called him Cody oh, yeah, Runnels he called like him, three he times. He called him Cody Rhodes, Runnels. I mean, Born he, he, Cody Runnels, yeah. I mean, I, JR had he, he he had a lot of mistakes, actually. He uh, mixed up. He called, Quite a few. He called Evil Bushi yep. and vice versa. He, he mixed up the Briscoe brothers, kept calling uh, Mark. J. Mark and Mark J., um, and he kept using Rhodes' name. All that being said, all the mistakes that he, he makes during a broadcast, I still love him. He's still my favorite. I I will say, let him make his mistakes because nobody. He's he, he been off the game for a minute too. Like nobody ever since. I mean, and Mario Ronaldo is the closest one. Nobody calls stuff with like passion. The type of fire and passion nowadays, like nobody's since like Jr. in his prime and like Joey Styles. Like I said, the only one that comes close is Mauro. You know, Joey Styles is the greatest to me. Dude, dude Joey Styles, he was a I, I love that guy. Yeah. He, that, he, he was he Joey was great. Styles called ECW. And alone. then when they put Cyrus with them too, Cyrus the Virus, that was awesome as well. But again, I don't think even JR could call a program by himself. No. no. But not JR's, even an hour. I and like, that's all ECW was, right? Is an hour. ECW TV was an hour. I think JR could have back in his prime, but he's a little older now. And, you know, obviously he, he makes some slip ups. You know, rather frequently, but happens <laughs> to the best of us, right? I mean, but I think Hopefully in his prime, he probably could have called an hour show by himself. But I did love. Um, I mean, the commentary team of him and Josh Burnett were really good. Yeah, they, uh, they're good together. It excites me so much more now for the May Young Classic because I think Jr. is going to be able to put over any Lita mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Because look, we've all said it ourselves. Seeing her on the pre-show, we're like, "Wow, cool, Lita's talking." You know, and. It, it, it's not so much that... But you couldn't get Trish? No. Probably not. She's being a mom and stuff. Uh, I think that JR will bring the best out of Lita. So I'm not worried about that. So, yeah. So, New Japan. So, what do you give it overall, Joe? Well... Are you it? No, I, I would give it... Uh, out of 10. Don't I would give it an 8 out of 10. Yeah? Yeah. Um, they They didn't really change up format. Coming to America, then, then like how they put their shows on in Japan, it's pretty much it, they've got a formula. They, they usually start the night out with several multi-man tag matches, and then you know you get to your solo stuff. You get to the you know the higher profile singles matches, and that's when they really start to turn the heat up. You know, mm-hmm. and, and not to say that there's not some awesome wrestling in the multi-man tag matches because there is at least good to great wrestling, but you know, it's not much to do with a lot of storylines. Maybe it's helped pushing some storylines forward, but you know, it's it's time filler. But what it's it's better time filler than a bunch of rhetoric like WWE has showing you the same uh, vignettes seventeen times over in a pay per view. You know, all right. At See, least- what <laughs> you said? You watched it. I watched <clears throat> the last match. I watched the Cody Rhodes match, so I watched two matches of the whole thing. I, I actually, um, from what I watched, I, I give it an eight, like Joe said, because why not? Mm-hmm. I actually popped huge, like when uh, when Ishii beat Naito, because when I was looking at the brackets, to me that was a huge upset. I was like, well, sorry Ishii, I love you, but you're screwed here. So when he won, I was like, what the fuck? I mean, I literally <laughs> was like, it got a natural like 
surprise reaction for me. That's always, always a good thing. Right. Yeah. It's mighty. I actually gave it about an eight five myself. And that, like I said, I kind of agree with Joe because I watched the New Japan pay-per-views every now and again. And it, it, like, it seemed like they took one pay-per-view from uh, New Japan and just split it into two days. Huh? They, I, I, they I, do that I, a lot I, with, the, you know. But I, I think they, I think, I think maybe coming up to America, we thought they was going to do something different. No, but I don't know whether that's a bad thing or a good, a good thing or indifferent, but they stuck to their formula and, and it worked. I mean, you know, they had, I guess, a couple of production issues, uh, you know, JR had some slip-ups on the mic, butchered the Briscoe Brothers uh, names. But um, the wrestling was solid. Ishii and Naito, night one, was great. Michael Elgin and Kenny Omega was also a fantastic match. That was my favorite match of night one, So yeah. personally. Kelly, from what you saw of it, what did you think? I definitely would give it an 8 out of 10. Um, I thought it was great. I'm really starting... To enjoy like the New Japan wrestling, I mean, the f- it's a lot more athletic based. Yeah, uh, like there was so many head and neck bumps during that Ishii and Naito match that was just God, yeah, was, at times like hard to like so violent. There are times I went, oh, okay, that's happening. Um, <laughs> like, are they okay? Naito's just such a dirty heel. I mean, he spit blood in Ishii's face. That's disgusting, but also awesome at the same right, time. Right, one loss. Well, oh, oh. Okay, can't get too mad about that. You're nasty. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I really want to start getting into New Japan Wrestling. This is now my second, I guess, I don't call it pay-per-view, but I guess that's what it is. It's really easy to, I mean, if you have access, if you don't, Sling TV has it, obviously. New Japan World, like I said, it's only nine ninety nine yen, which is about 8 or 10 bucks here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of English content. It's a... Uh, on Access, it's JR and Josh Burnett calling it. On New Japan World, it's Kevin Kelly and Cyrus the Virus. So there, any any high-profile event that they're having, any noteworthy event, they've got the English commentators there calling it. Wrestle Kingdom, Dominion. Right, G1. I, G1. I am, Wrestling, I'm Kato, going to give this. I'm going to give this uh, a much lower <coughs> score than everybody. Um, I guess not much, but I give it like a 6-5. There were some really good matches. I agree. Uh, Elgin Omega, oh, awesome. I give. I, I agree that Naito Ishii was the match of night one to me personally, just because of the story, the way it went around, all of it. And the finish. Um, the Cody Rhodes and uh, Okada was a good match as well. But there's... It's it's very similar to what we have said in regards to indie matches or stuff like that. Where it's like we don't know if you if you didn't watch it, you didn't know who were the good guys and who were the bad guys. You know, there's real no real story built up to it. There was a lot of mixed tag matches to where watching that every now and then, cool, it's gonna be good. Watching that on a consistent basis is gonna get annoying. You know. Uh, I, I dare any one of us to go, man, I'm so happy WWE puts all these tag, these mixed tag team matches on. We see it all the time, and we're sick of it. So if, there's, if New Japan really wants to compete with WWE, they're going to have to put some sort of story into the show. Granted, I fully agree that 
this is all being built right now well inside the matches. But most of these things that you know about, you're finding out through YouTube videos, the way the Bullet Club push themselves on social media and things like that, uh, to the point where if you went into this not knowing who was who, if you didn't know who the Bullet you heard of the Bullet Club, but you didn't know who they were, um, you heard of uh, chaos. chaos, you know, all, all these, but... Like I said, I go into it with partial ideas of who is who, but I don't know a single fucking member of Chaos. I know it's Okada. I don't know who else is in Okada. Will Ospreay. Cool. But I'm, what, I'm, what, I'm, what I'm saying is this is you, – you're trying to push a product on me. You're trying to sell me a product. You put a live event on a television station that you think you should be um, competing with WWE. Same time, look at the size of that. Dude, Wrestle Kingdom was huge, right? Huge crowd. I feel like New Japan sell, sold themselves short. They did. By putting them in such a small fucking venue. They, they could have easily went to a bigger venue. They Double sold, the size. They sold out, I think, in under half a half hour, an hour. Half an hour. Both nights, under a half an hour. So they still look at it as a huge success. As far as the storyline thing, in this event's defense, I will you know, this is a tournament. So not all these guys in this tournament might, you know, they might not all have programs going at this time. I'm with not each arguing other. that. Lethal, Lethal was a good example. Uh, yeah. Lethal got his, his ROH angle, but he and really they did a good Japan. I mentioned that last week. They they did a good job. Uh, lethal ROH leading into the yeah. New, I they, agree with that. But they again. totally sold, uh, you know, the injury that Silas Young and Bruiser put on him throughout both of his matches. But, but it again, was a story. If you didn't watch that, you had no idea about it going through. They did make mention of it. Dude, you can make a mention of anything. You know, I mean, at least there was promo for P- Cody and Okada. I'm sure Silas Young would have appreciated a little uh, uh, footage of that, you know? Yeah, exactly. Put me over. Okay, so then let me ask you this. Like, what would you have done differently then to help educate the people who didn't, under who don't understand necessarily what's going on going into this then? Well, what I would have probably done... Uh, me personally is put out something on YouTube, right? And then promote it. Like, obviously, if anyone's going to watch this, they're going to follow some social media. Put shit up. Like, hey, here's what we're doing, you know, to, yeah, we got a little bit of stuff here. We got a little bit of stuff on NewJapanWorld.com uh, and stuff. But put something that someone can watch, not just a story that people want to read. You know what I'm saying? Because, sure, I'll, I'll read something, but. It's very obvious that the majority of the world would rather watch something produced, you know, put together. And so therefore, New Japan is um, there's a a lead in a lead into where, you know, who's who, what's what. I'm not saying give me a fucking 10 minute video on everybody. But, hey, this is why we're doing this. These are the big matches. And again. I'm fully also I'm also fully okay with the mixed tag team matches for the event that it was because it was an introductory thing. So you still want to get these people on the show to show what they can do. But was there anything leading up to where why you would sure give that, a shit about I'm the intercontinental sure they put title a few match? things out on YouTube. I looked. Nothing? No, it was m- all of the push stuff was mainly by the factions and like Bullet Young Club Bucks. Be, yeah, and things like that the being the elite YouTube channel. 
There's well, Tanahashi promoted over uh, Twitter, but Tanahashi was more promoted. In fact, he just won a title, repaired the title. His first defense right. going to be at the. Um, yeah, but no, G one. But why again? And see, th- there was a little conversation about it during the match when uh, during the tag team match in day one about why Billy Gunn was getting a shot. You know, uh, because I, I don't remember what they said, but it was yeah. Again, it's but leading up to it, was there anything to make you want to watch night two? Is there anything that made you want to maybe spend nine hundred and ninety nine yen? The fact, <laughs> the, the fact you knew the final for the U.S. title was up there. That's it. But again, man, just because you're going to watch possibly Kenny possibly watch Kenny Omega win the inaugural IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship, how many so do you think they got? Un- more subscribers, they could have got more subscribers if they put over any of the other singles titles matches, or the, even the Young Bucks match. You know, and that's the Young Bucks title match. I just, I, I feel like I can't be hard on WWE and soft on New Japan you know, or ROH because it's, a, I watch less of it. Which is uh, plugged. Um, there is an English-speaking free website for New Japan that does put obviously free content out njpw1972.com yeah um so i'm sure if you, if one were to go there they had some stuff on there but you know if they don't know to go there they're not going to go there right and if you're not pushing forward and you're not saying stuff and you're not telling anybody anything um and, and i mean more people follow their twitter and do they even have an english speaking twitter uh, they have an English speaking Facebook, so I would assume they are on Twitter. I've yet to find a. English I know there's. Twitter. I do. Yeah, I, I do I, know I there's know the, a regular one. I know the athletes are all in Japanese, and they want to post videos. I don't know. About Which the new I'm Japan. not arguing. What, what I'm all, all I'm arguing is you have a U.S. special, and you're trying to get a U.S. audience, a, a broader U.S. audience. And now I agree. They've made from what Most, happened a year ago with us and talking about this. To now, I can say I do see that there has been a great still work in progress. Right, yeah, and it's and it's it's definitely moving forward, and it's moving forward. Are quick. they doing everything perfectly? No. Are they moving in the right direction? Yes. I don't know if they're moving in the right direction. Oh, I think they are. I think I think they may have gone lateral with this. No, 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 no. I I, I couldn't if disagree with you more. If they went lateral, more. they wouldn't be. I couldn't disagree with you more. Bringing things here to the U.S. more. Because but I'm talking about when they went with the whole G1 special U.S. It. I'm not saying it won't grow. I'm talking about with everything you could have given us to build into making people watch this. You kind of just flatlined, and you're still going on the popularity of your merchandising, which is blowing up your factions, which. Is I'm sorry, Bullet Club's the biggest faction in all of professional wrestling, possibly ever. I mean, I don't it reminds know. Reminds me of a I, faction from my childhood. I I, uh, I disagree with you. <laughs> uh, the reason I heavily, I mean, it, they the company themselves consider this a giant success enough so that they want to open offices and dojos over here and tour over here. That's cool. That's my point. You can they, totally consider it a su- success, but when I'm telling you and we're all agreeing that you undercut yourselves. You're a success for what you but, did. But, but do you that re- goes back to what I was saying. Do they do everything perfectly? No. Are they going in the right direction? Yes. But do we realize that most of New Japan's fan base are the Ring of Honor fans? That's most of the New Japan's fan base because that working relationship they have with them. So yeah, but if they work it. out a relationship with the newly branded Global Force Wrestling, they could get on TV more and push their product. Well, the funny thing, that the fact that Jeff Jarrett's back in charge of it, that could possibly happen. I know. 
That's what I was thinking. Yeah, it's possible. As long as you don't put McDaniel's Curry Man again. <laughs> I mean, again, I'm not saying it sucked. I'm not saying it was bad. I just feel like they possibly fucked themselves. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, they may have fucked themselves on a, a, some I, ticket sales, but I just, on their future endeavors, no, no, they did no, not, not fuck like themselves. not like fuck themselves like it's gonna be a, a failing thing. Just fuck themselves on things they could have had a much better yeah, but, showing from. Uh, okay, so you you've been to ROH things. Mm-hmm. How big are how big is their setting for events? Not very big. So if most of their fan base is coming from that, why would you think that they would go bigger if? Because they've had shows that are larger. In, that, in Japan. In Japan. In Japan. Th- that's fine. But this is something where it's a special Look, this is uncharted territories for them. Yeah, but also I think they wanted to wanna... play I think they wanted to play on the conservative side. Better to sell out a smaller venue than have a bigger venue and not sell out. That, that makes that you look was the bad. Point I was gonna make. That makes you look really bad. I'd rather have a eight, small eight, venue that's packed to the Raptors than this the first, a bigger venue that's half full. This is the first event that New Japan has done on American. This soil. is uncharted waters, you know. I mean for them. I also know of bands that have sold out smaller venues that have moved to a larger venue. But you say they sold out small venues and moved to a larger venue. But yeah, so start, next time they come here, they'll be no, in a no, larger No, no, I'm talking venue. the same show. I'm talking like... Maybe there ha- that wasn't possible. <laughs> there has been bands who on the same day just went a little bit... Yeah, you don't know. They might have had a, some kind of contract signed with the facility. Yeah. You know, you don't know. We don't know the inner workings and all that. But, I mean, I see the point that you're making is... Would have been cool if they could have, you know, done went to the Staples Center or something like that. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. The fuck Center. no. <laughs> Are you? I'm talking about the venue that they looked in uh, for. If I'm comparing it to size, it looked like they sold out Royal Oak Music Theater. Probably okay, which is two thousand people tops. Yeah, I think that's right. Pretty much what they had a couple, two, three thousand people there. I feel like they could have gone to a venue the size of the State Theater. Which is maybe adding another thousand people. But who knows in that area? Because you sure want to keep in that have, same but, area. You know, they didn't know that going into this. I mean, obviously, after it sold out so quick, they're probably they, like, damn, right. we should have went somewhere bigger, you know? But it is what it is, you know? Overall, it, I think it was still a big success for them. Start small and then work your way up. We'll see. We'll see what they do. Uh, WWE had a couple events this week as well, ladies and gentlemen. Raw happened. Uh, Raw had uh, a show, you know, at, <laughs> and I'm not kidding. This is at they were in Phoenix, Arizona, at the Talking Stick Resort Arena. Some of these places, man. <laughs> uh, Enzo Amore uh, kicked off Raw with a very impassioned promo, and then attacked Big Cass backstage. Uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey defeated uh, Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax. Cedric Alexander defeated Noam Dar. Miz defeated Heath Slater after uh, there was a Miz TV promo and Heath and Dean come out saying, and he said he should have had uh, an IC title match because the last person to beat the Miz was Heath, not Dean Ambrose. Uh, and Raw GM Kurt Angle came out. I'm with Heath on that one. <laughs> Raw GM <laughs> Kurt Angle gave a uh, match, IC title match to Heath Slater right off the bat. Our uh, truth then attacked Goldust after we were watching the Shattered Truth uh, movie. Seth Rollins defeated Kurt Hawkins. Surprise! Uh, surprise. Yep, and then cut a promo again. Uh, Samoa Joe and Brock Lesnar had a interview section where they were separated from each other, and then Joe went on a rampage to find Lesnar. To when he did find him, 
the entire security force held him back while Lesnar just stood in the little room. I actually enjoyed that. Um, cruiserweight champion Neville defeated Mustafa Ali, and uh, Finn Balor uh, defeated Cesaro. And then the show ended with Apollo Crews taking on Braun Strowman because Strowman wanted some competition. And then <laughs> you can walk across the fucking ring with his feet. At the end of it, Roman Reigns comes out of the ambulance and beats up Braun Strowman. Leading into the Great Balls of Fire pay-per-view that will be happening this Sunday. SmackDown happened the day after that at, uh, you guessed it, the Talking Stick Resort Arena. Uh, Cena came out, cut a promo, uh, talking about how he was back and why he was a free agent. And he's a free agent because he has limited time in WWE, so he wants to be able to go wherever the fuck so he, he wants. he just makes up the rules as he yep. goes, huh? Because he's, yep. he's, he's the guy that can do that. Uh, Rusev then comes out, interrupts him, and it sets up a flag match uh, for Battleground. Does that mean Cena's going to be on every pay-per-view? It's very possible. Pretty much. What? It's, see that? That makes me not like someone, but you know stuff what? like that. Yeah, you know what? I think. I, Why do you get special fucking treatment? I guess it, it Fuck keeps you away from a title ratings. This, this, and this is a way to keep him away from a title too. Mm. Mm. It's, unless he's going for the Intercontinental, which is the only title in the company he hasn't held. Uh, in the Independence Day battle, he's never held that. No, it's the only title in the company he has not held. Did not know that. Well, oh, that's right. Probably skyrocketed him right to the moon. He didn't need that. Intermediate belt. He was U.S. champion twice before he got his first world title. All right. Uh, next, uh, <laughs> D- Daniel Bryan called Chad Gable and AJ Styles into the back, uh, talking about Kevin Owens and done nothing but bitch about those two, how he's beat them both. They both should not be in the Independence Day Battle Royal to see who will be the, taking on the United States champion at uh, Battleground. Uh, so AJ Styles had to fight Chad Gable to see who would go into that match, and Styles defeated Chad Gable in one hell of a match. Uh, Carmella and James Ellsworth had a Carmella-bration to which Daniel Bryan then, uh, sorry, Naomi came out with her newly designed SmackDown Women's Championship I belt. Hate I hate it. And, um, What's worse, that or the spinner? Dude, that. I'm, I'm all right with the spinner. Yeah. The spinner uh, I the thought spinner the spinner was, was a fucking disgrace, dude. I'm sorry, the spinner. That was the, a disgrace. The spinner beats the, the glow belt. I hated that belt, no. dude. I fucking hated that belt so much, dude. Um... Daniel Bryan then comes out and finds James Ellsworth $10,000, bars him from the arena for 30 days because he suspended him and said if he broke any of those rules in the 30 days, Carmella would be stripped of her money in the bank briefcase, to which Carmella just took him right out of the ring. (laughs) Um, Then Naomi had to defeat Lana again because... Two times wasn't enough, and apparently her shoulder wasn't down, which, I mean, technically it wasn't, but how many times do we not give a shit about that every other time? Oh, but they made it even worse this time. This way, it was two moves. It was a... Was it even two moves? Wasn't it just a... No, it was three. I'm sorry. It was a kick to the gut, a A sunset sunset flip to into the rings Rings of Saturn. Saturn. Um, it's like an inverted rings of set. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a little it's a little different. modified. Yep. So we, either way, modified. Naomi buried Lana. So, uh, Baron Corbin then blindsided Shinsuke Nakamura backstage. I'm actually interested in that feud. Uh, yep. New Day then defeated the Usos in a rap battle, which is hosted by <laughs> Grammy nominated artist Whale. That I know it's Wale. Of. I know it's Wale, but I'm calling it Whale because it's funnier. Um, Aiden English <laughs> then defeated Randy Orton via disqualification. Because uh, Randy doesn't give a fuck. And AJ Styles won the Independence Day Battle Royal to become the number one contender to the United States Championship. Champ, you're kicking us off. 
What the fuck did you think about WWE this week? Give me your rating for both shows, highs and lows. Kick it the fuck off, dog. Raw was actually very watchable this week, and it was probably one of the better go home shows that they going into a pay per view. So I actually gave it a six. Um, I cracked the hell up when Braun Strowman kicked Apollo Crews halfway across the ring. That was that was that was a good spot. <laughs> That was, yeah, that fucking. <laughs> like I said, kick when, I, was so when I watched it, I just went to the group chat and put "Holy shit!" <laughs> On top of that, um, Corey Graves couldn't stop laughing at it. <laughs> He's like, that? "I am sorry." <laughs> he just kicked him halfway <laughs> across the ring, like literally laughing like that. I was like, like, "If that was a planned spot, man, they." They, they, they hit the, the nail right on the head, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, even Titus. Or if it was an ad lib thing, or even better, you know, <laughs> whatever it was, that was pretty cool. And I don't usually. I think that might be the first time I've ever said that about something invo- involving Braun Strowman. <laughs> so, uh, even Titus O'Neil's interaction with Braun was pretty entertaining. Titus is has been good. Yeah, I, no, I was going to mention that he's been a. He's lot been very better. good. Well, somebody else admitted that last. I mean, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> oh yeah, the one thing I didn't like, I didn't like the Joe Lesnar uh, segment. I actually did like. That. Eh. Why didn't you like it? Because okay. I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna agree with you on this one. So the thing about like, it's kind of like you did allude to a couple weeks ago about when they book, how they book uh, Lesnar. You make him, you make him like a punk. You make him like he's supposed to be this big bad motherfucker, and he, when Joe gets in his face, he 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 depends on security. Yeah, is it, if I'm a big, I'm supposed to be a come big on. bad motherfucker. Come on, come get me. If come I'm supposed me. to be a big bad motherfucker, if somebody coming, come for, somebody coming for me, I'm coming for you too. Come get me. I'm coming for you. That's come like Joe. Come get me. It's just funny that it's like you know. Come he, get me. <laughs> but then, but you, but you already know that pretty much when that bell rings, and Lesnar gets his hands on a Joe, we're either gonna get. I hope hopefully we get a good a, de- a good match. Mm. Be, oh, you'll get a good match. But we all know, and then. This is all just smoke and mirrors for Joe to go for Joe to put Brock over. Joe's gonna win the title. I'm telling you, <laughs> that's what is, is that? What the balls ping pong ball says his ping pong balls of fire. <laughs> the ping pong balls will probably say differently. Kelly, what were you gonna now. say about that uh, segment? Title. It's just that you had Brock in the coquina clutch right last week, and mm-hmm. you know he's turning a horrible color. You um, did that today on, on Monday. What? During his interview, you start turning colors in the face. Well, yeah. well you know, that happens when you're old. Um, Color people. I turn more colors than we do. Okay. Alrighty then. Uh, he, he would think it'd be the other way around. Like, I'm sorry, if someone put you in a chokehold like that, wouldn't you be pissed and want to get revenge instead of just sitting there like, ha ha ha, as someone's coming at you? Like, <laughs> like wouldn't you want to just be like, no, fuck you for you doing that pe- to me, for like getting that, that one over? Yeah. Like, fuck, I mean, I don't I know. I agree with you That's wholeheartedly. Joe, you I, said you like that? Yeah, I thought it, it I thought it built good heat, actually. For um, who? For the match. For Brock? No, for the, just for the match Brock in general. Brock like a bitch. No, I thought I thought Brock kind of owned him in, in the when they're in the back and forth before uh, <laughs> Joe got out of his chair. I mean, like when uh, because Joe was saying something about like like Brock looking for him, and well, here he is, and Brock's like, dude, I ain't fucking looking for. I don't give a fuck about right, you. I agree with that. Yeah, you that know, like what? I don't. I don't even think about you, dude. Like, I'll see you Sunday, and I'm gonna win. Like, like oh, you, you're and he called. He's like, you're a punk ass bitch. You you attack Paul Heyman. Ooh, you know, that's scary. You know, he's like, and then every, you know, he, he did kind of blindside Joe or cheap shot, or, or Joe did kind of blindside Brock 
and or cheap shot them in, in all their interactions. So Brock does have that that he can say that like he's never really met him face to face. You know, where they both had a chance to square off on yeah, each other. But since, since he got that number of he's been asking for Brock. And when he finally shows up, he's, once again, he's hi- first he's hiding behind Paul Heyman. Mm-hmm. No, Paul <laughs> Heyman isn't protecting anybody, dude. dude Paul about? Heyman ain't protecting nobody. I think but you, Heyman's fa- jumping ship at the pay-per-view. You think he's going to go for Jack? I think that's why you had Brock talking more in this promo. Uh-huh. Brock, Brock's talked in promos in the past. No, not like as that. much as he talked on. I don't give a fuck about your kids. Normally, on, Heyman barely said a word, if he said a word at all. He did. It was all Brock. He said, talking. you know, like three words. But right. but <clears throat> I'm thinking be Joe Joe awesome. beats Brock for the title because Heyman jumps ship because this entire time, while advocating for Brock Lesnar, Paul Heyman's also been sucking Samojo's dick. So. Nah, yeah. he was slobbing on Finn Balor's knob. Yeah, but then he he switched to Joe. Like, oh, I could see you be the the one beating Brock Lesnar. He was putting him over like crazy. So I just have a feeling that he is turning. So he's cockhopping heel or yeah, whatever. Whatever. And what is that match? Heel versus heel. Yeah, actually, I think you're building Brock, Brock as a face right now. I don't think you could ever have Brock as either. Really. Yeah, yeah true. You're not there enough to actually have a de- uh, definitive role as face or heel. Oh, so he can be gender and specific. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Z, what did you think about this week in WWE? Um, Raw wasn't shit. And like uh, Smitty said, you know, it was actually a, a good go-home show for once. Um, I did not watch the last, f- like, I don't know. My DVR cuts out at like 11.05, so I missed like the last five, maybe ten minutes. So I didn't get to see Roman Reigns. And Strowman go at it for the seven millionth time, but oh, it, was typical, it was a typical spear off the uh, stage to a table. Yeah, I, I mean, I could, I can imagine what it was. Um, SmackDown was really good. I really enjoyed that AJ Styles Chad Gable match. That's what was my favorite part of that. Um, just the, the the storytelling, the mixture of styles. The I mean, the match was great. Best match I've seen on cable in a long time. Um, cable on cable. <laughs> cable on cable. That's All right. right. Yeah, and I didn't mind AJ Styles winning the Battle Royal, although I was really hoping oh, Ty Dillinger. Told, yes. Yes. I would ask him, like, where the fuck is Ty Dillinger been for or, weeks? I was actually kind of hoping, and this, this may sound dumb, but when uh, Ty went to uh, eliminate both of them. Yeah. I thought I was going to pull all three of them out at the same time, so that way it would be Since a fight of four way. way. Yeah, you know what I was thinking was going to happen? I thought Maria and Mike Canellis were going to screw Zane. No, that's going to be saved up for like later. Where no, that's Mike happening at Battleground. Gonna... That's they're 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 giving them they're giving they're giving Ben Canellis his match with Zane at Battleground. That is going to happen. Yeah. So you got three weeks to build it. Why not start now? Um, I thought that that uh, rap battle thing was kind of stupid. Although there were some good punchlines, I think it was just all hokey all the way around. Some Anything? of it was really funny. Some of it was really bad. Yeah. Like, Usos had to say everything twice. Yeah, I, I didn't well, know if that was part couple. of it or if they were literally having to, like, restart so they could remember where they were. No, I, I think they It's just so that really the punchline goes through better is because it would get a little chaotic and then... 
that's why they would repeat shit like that. Oh, didn't watch. Well, yeah, he was the whole while he lost his fucking shoe and he got, he was like, y'all knocked my shoe off. That sucks to you. They knocked his shoe off. Yeah, they knocked off Wale's shoe. Oh, no. I feel bad for the whale well, shoe. So, so, so my thing is about the, only, the one thing I disliked about that was how do you want a rap battle about disqualification? Because it was supposed to just be a rap battle and they attacked the other person and that's just. <laughs> Have you ever been to a rap battle? <laughs> yeah, I mean. Have you ever been to a rap battle? Yeah. Really? Well, I've been to the show a couple times. It doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> I know. Uh, Joe, what'd you think? I don't know. It was there. I thought SmackDown was better than. I still have like I could do a whole show on the weekend of New Japan. Like I still had so much more I wanted to talk about with that. Like Raw. I don't. You guys liked Raw. I thought it was just okay. I'll, I'd give it a five. I mean, um, I've been having problems with my cable company too. Fuck you, Spectrum. Um, <laughs> That's why. Damn. I, I missed. Uh, it, it, I lost all my scheduled recordings, and luckily. I noticed I was watching something else and I noticed that it wasn't recording raw. So like I got it like 10 minutes in. So I caught it right when uh, basically when en- en- Enzo attacked Cass, when Cass was cutting his promo. And then like Z said, um, I usually have it set to record longer, but I missed the whole Roman Reigns, uh, Braun Strowman ambulance thing. And we- oh. Not like I would have given a fuck to see that anyway. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Braun Strowman's pre-match promo, or he's, that, that was that, terrible. That, yeah, that was kind of cringeworthy. He, he's he's saying, uh, he wants competition about 16 times, and he kept playing with his lip like he was on fucking ecstasy or something, dude. That was driving me nuts. I don't know, man. It's just, the WWE product is uh is very stale to me right now. I, I thought SmackDown was a better show. I liked... I liked parts of the rap battle, real funny. Uh, Gable and AJ, Tore the fucking house great down, match. Um, oh. The little interaction oh, with Brizongo and, oh, and uh, Ty, Ty Dillinger, Dillinger before the battle royal. That, that was funny. That was, was good what, shit. What was what was uh, what was Tyler's name? Breeze's name? Oh, Tanay Young. Tanay Young. <laughs> Tanay Young. <laughs> He wore a blonde wig that looked pretty much like Renee Young's hair. It was Renee's uh, top knot. Yeah, so he wore a wig that looked like Renee's young hair and had on a like a skin tight fuckum dress. <laughs> Did Tried he- to interview Ty Dillinger in the back. Off on Dongo wore a construction hat and an orange vest pretending to clean lights. That's hilarious. Wait, with a fake mustache hanging halfway off. Yeah, and then uh, when the interview's over, fucking Ty Dillinger is like. Oh, uh, hey, Fandango. Or he said something to Fandango. He's like, hey, Fandango, what's up, or whatever. <laughs> and he then he walks off, so, and Fandango goes up to Tyler Breeze, like, he think he knew it was us? <laughs> it's like, that's just great, dude. Wait, it was also you like, know, he, I, it was, he, he passed, he passed uh, Tyler Breeze on the and goes, you're a perfect 10 <laughs> when he walks off. I honestly, uh, I know that I did not watch uh, all of SmackDown. I fully admit that. Um, but I, because of who is on SmackDown and everything that happened after, I was planning to watch it anyway. Like I caught bits and pieces of the Orton Aiden English situation where, you know, the Singh brothers came out and Ginger comes out and stuff like that and uh, the modern day, you know, all that stuff, whatever. Um, So I got caught bits and pieces of that. But SmackDown, I do know I'm going to go back and watch. You know, I am going to go back. I am going to take a a view of it just because of who's on and what I pretty much, uh, you know, 
had an idea of what I missed even before it was announced. You know, so yeah, they are doing beautiful setup for um for battleground thus far. All right, yeah. Well, they're, they're planting the seeds. They're, they're planting the seeds. Yeah, that's what I'm going to go uh, on next. There's going to be a, a team event. Okay, guys. Cool. We're not give. Well, all right. Um, Callie, give oh, me your yeah. week. Uh, I'm give my week of wrestling a six, I guess. Um, yeah, I wasn't a big fan of Raw. I uh, wasn't. Oh, it, SmackDown was yeah better. <laughs> um, I I'm just happy you? that the Goldust footage turned into something. The little cameraman, it actually like turned out to be useful because we yeah, were talking retract, about that last week. I retract my statement on how much I hated that last week to where it was actually shown stuff from it from this week. So I was like, oh, okay. I do. Uh, also, I'm kind of enjoying this whole Finn uh, Hardy Boy alliance. Like I, it gives Finn something to do, and I'm not mad about seeing them together. Hashtag broken club. <laughs> <laughs> I came up with that first. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. That's WWE. He invented it. Uh, See, he invented that. Trademark breaking down the ring 2017. Hashtag broken club. Broken club. Okay. Don't be running with that. Yes. <laughs> oh god! Alrighty then. Uh, I, th- the whole. <laughs> um. The only reason I'm a fan of their little uh, faction kind of thing that's been going on the past couple weeks is because I've got to see matches like Finn versus Cesaro. God, that yeah. was such a good match. That was. I literally uh, I watched that match. I um, was watching it on my phone at Ali's house, and I was I'm, the whole time I'm watching the match. I'm like, "This is one of those matches I should have had you watch, like live and yeah. in person." I had her watch some shit match the first time. She's like, "I hate that shit." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wholeheartedly. Um, my like thing I didn't like uh, in Raw was the fact that Bailey's music and entrance was a lot longer than Sasha Banks. Well, that's because she let her in you know so it wasn't really that's more of a setup thing because it takes a lot of time to set up with those inflatable tube dudes yeah but she didn't even have them this time did she yes she did she did she always has the wacky waving inflatable arms like two men (laughs) you want me to (laughs) (laughs) and then i'm just pissed about this whole lana thing but i'm curious to see what's gonna go on with tamina and lana Tamina's going to take her under her wing. and uh, Tamina's going to go back to her bodyguard role that she always does. Speaking of which, you might want to change one of your five people down there, buddy. Because Tamina's not on Raw. <laughs> oh, yeah, duh. <laughs> duh. Why would you do that? Why would you hurt yourself in this rankings even further? God. Because because he does not give a shit about the women's division on WWE. But again, him that's five points you could have had. The minute he read it off, someone was going to say something. I wouldn't have said shit. Yeah, I'd be like, all right, yeah, Tamina. Uh-huh. I, I, I would have licked out for the little guy. Yeah, because he's your tag team. You know, partner. I was thinking that because I, I got Alexa Bliss <laughs> confused with Lana. For, I was like, Tamina will come out with Alexa or something. I was thinking, I don't know why. <laughs> Close. It's like, Close enough. that's how invested I am in the product right now. <laughs> <laughs> Which um, is not very. Yeah. All right, so my week. 
Uh, WWE, I gave it, I gave it a five five. And again, this is coming off of what I watched from New Japan over the weekend, which was really good. So I feel like I'm kind of possibly shitting on it, dude. Enzo Amore dropped one of the better promos I have ever okay. seen. That was in the beginning of the yeah, show. Yeah, it was the first and thing my, that let I, off the show. I missed it. So it let off the show, and he literally came out. And he goes, Cass, you're nothing but a seven foot catchphrase that that I, I wrote. If you if, if that's like on, you should put it in the group chat or something. You know what? Here's the here's what's gonna happen. We're gonna yeah. play it. Yeah. You know you know I will say that like I caught it like I said when Cass was cutting his promo and then Enzo, which that, was that was that looked like a pretty, pretty believable fun. fight like. Cass had a bloody nose, and oh, Enzo, he jumped right across Enzo his was back. Throwing oh, yeah. blows when he at him. threw himself at him, I was like, "This is fucking." Because he, he, I, that he was jumped very right happy with that. I and was it makes actually, it look like Enzo stands a chance. I, I, like I said, I wasn't right. a big fan of Raw this week, but that was I did actually like that little that little spot, whatever you want to call. I was, it, yeah, I was surprised how much he like. I mean, he, he just fucking jumped yeah. up. I was like, "Holy!" And then when like Cass threw Enzo back off him, he threw him hard. You know, wonder somebody they made that shit look good. Help launch him. No, because you could. I thought they made it look good. Like I mean, out of the camera angle, so it just looks like like someone was holding him off. They were like really laying that shit in, you know, to make it. Because you saw him jump before. That means Enzo's got like a seven foot vertical. I don't necessarily believe that. We got but Cass ain't really seven feet. (laughs) Yeah, dude, I could jump on Cass's back if I wanted to. Yeah, but he like came flying right at his head. (laughs) He he was like Superman (laughs) pose at his head. You get enough of a running start, you can do that shit. Yeah, you got a point. He, he just jumped and kind of monkey grabbed onto him. And just I mean, he could have pulled a Sin Cara. <laughs> right, you shut up. Stop talking. The invisible trampoline Nuh-uh. that's never Stop. featured on camera. <laughs> Stop. I've ruined that for Stop. Kelly. Like, Kelly was like, man, the fact that he just runs and jumps over that whole thing. And I'm like, <laughs> wait, you couldn't wait, tell, though? what? Like, when they cut to a different camera, and then all of a sudden he's 20 feet in the fucking air? Newbie. <laughs> <laughs> Noob. What? He wouldn't be wrestling. He'd be playing basketball. <laughs> he'd be a center. No, he wouldn't. He'd be, no, he'd be a he'd point like guard. He'd be putting his nuts in people's faces for a living. <laughs> he'd, he'd, be, he'd be making people look next Sean Bradley. She is so mad I ruined that for her. <laughs> I, like, I knew there had to be something, but I just... You know, like, when you know, but you just kind of push it away. And you so, just don't think about on. exactly. You ruined it for her or going to see them live ruined it for I her? I never saw him Because I had a friend live. that, uh, okay, so my friend finally saw them live for the first time. And he thought the same thing. That probably would piss me like, off more if I saw they, like, live. levitated and went over the ropes. And then he's like, and then I went to a live show. And there it is, right there, smack dab in front of the ring. <laughs> yep. I would be so pissed <laughs> if I saw that at one of the shows and we were sitting fucking like front row oh my god that would piss me so off so much if you want the first one to see you'll see when a guy when a proud guy when the stage is coming bring it out <laughs> all right so let's see if this if i'm at the point now you got the crowd behind you too hell yeah why did it blink what do we think Cass's music is going to be? Enzo's. Wow. I think I think you go wrong with it because they don't know what they want to do with his music yet. Why? What the hell? Got it. Do you know what I mean? It's I don't know. Is what it buffering? No. There we go. And we're back. For five years. 
this castle. Oh, she's behind. You stood behind me. And you watched. Because you didn't have my back. No, you were looking right past me. You wanted to take advantage of the fact that your little buddy is a silver-tongued son of a gun with a heart of gold. Well, just be aware that right now, on this microphone, my mind and my mouth are about to go platinum. Week after week, I come out here, I run my mouth. And week after week, beating after beating, I get right back up every time. God damn it. I knew it was going to do that. What are you watching on? Hulu. So, are we going to see if we can get a man It's a silver-tongued son of a gun with a heart of gold. Well, just be aware that right now, on this microphone, my mind and my mouth are about to go platinum. So, is that a new tattoo, then, that he has? Which one? Or is he busted open? He's busted open after last week. my back okay you never did so what's the worst thing that you or conor mcgregor can do to me for that matter what are you gonna do knock me out cold on pay-per-view it has been done see i'm not the biggest guy to step through those ropes i'm certainly not you know the baddest and i'm definitely not the strongest but i can say with sincerity in my heart Without a shadow of a doubt, I am one of the toughest guys to step through those ropes in a long, long time. See, I know exactly who I am, and I ain't got to be something that I'm not. All right, and with the WWE universe as my witness, okay, I have been knocked down, but I get up every time, and you know why? Because I'm a certified G, and I am exactly me. Confidence is something you can't teach people, and that's what I am. I am confident, okay? I am confident in my abilities. I am confident in who I am. And you know what I am? More than anything else, I am grateful. I am grateful. You see, I am one of one. I am a real one. I am smack talker, skywalker, and I would push my dad down a wishing well and wish him well before I ever join the dark side. My father was a good man, and he raised me to be a good man, and for that I'm grateful. I am grateful for every kid out there wearing a certified G-shirt. I'm grateful for every kid out there who's wearing a certified G-chain. I am grateful for every single kid out there wearing a certified G-wig and dancing like me. You know why I'm grateful? Because it helps me put food on the table. It is the reason why every time I get knocked down, I always get back up because I believe in the good I am doing. I believe in myself. It's a belief. It's a mystique. It's something you just can't teach. 
As I stand here before you, I have physical proof that my mouth has never dug a hole so deep that I couldn't climb myself back out of it. Because I walk in a room with confidence and I walk out of the room with confidence. And I can walk it like I talk it blindfolded because I know who I am and I know where I am going. And I am going straight to the top. Okay, I'm going to reach new heights because I'm catching flights. I'm done catching feelings. And let me tell you, I have climbed out of holes way taller than seven feet. Cass, you know what you are, my friend? You are nothing more than a seven-foot catchphrase that I wrote. And you prefaced a few weeks ago that I might write checks that my ass can't cash? Well, with the WWE Universe as my witness, there ain't nobody in this business who goes harder bouncing a damn check than Enzo Amore! You said you're where the money's at, my friend. You're where the money's at. Well, just don't be mad and don't be surprised when next quarter that merchandise check comes and it reads zero times. <laughs> that is unless you start wearing a shirt that says castle. That's where it should have ended. <laughs> That's where it should have ended. <laughs> but the problem is he got out of the ring and he came back and he talked some more. And while I'm okay with the fact that what he said when he came back and talked more wasn't bad, ending on you're not going to see a merchandise check unless you wear a shirt that says Casshole is the line. It's 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 the end of it. It should have been the end of it. But, hey, it, it all happens. It's okay. Hey, the guy's king might as well a microphone in his hand. You're a seven-foot catchphrase that, that I, I wrote. <laughs> like, damn, dog. <laughs> Shit. It was just a week of sick you, burns for WWE. You, you made them, he made him look bad. <laughs> so, yeah, 5-5. Uh, five, five. Um, let's go into our picks. Um, here's the thing. We're about to go back live on Periscope. So anyone who's listening live on Podcast Detroit, thank you so much. Sorry. Uh, it's okay. We're going to go back on live for Periscope uh, to, to, to pick our picks for Great Balls of Fire. Here's the deal, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I'm going to tell you exactly where you can go if you want to have your picks along with <laughs> Z's ping pong balls. <laughs> <laughs> Z is doing, uh, he's obviously for the last couple of rounds, he's been doing something sporadic for each pick. Tonight is great ping pong balls of fire. Yes, it is. So here's what you got to do. If you want to do your own picks to see if you're uh, holding up with the ring crew, check out Pro Wrestling Scorecards. Pro Wrestling Scorecards on Facebook, <clears throat> at PW Scorecards on Twitter 
and Instagram, you, they'll put up their uh, connection to their Google Drive where they have the pro, the scorecard to pick from. You go that, you download it, you can put it as a PDF on your phone. If you have a PDF editor on your phone, Notepad Plus on an iPad, something like that, whatever you got, you can edit right there. And then you can have your own scorecards to see if you hold up to the ring crew. Again, we're going to be, if you're listening live on, uh, um, on podcastdetroit.com, we're going on Periscope at BDRCast. Follow us right now. Uh, Z, tell us how you came to think about this for the way you're going to pick today. <clears throat> um, what do you mean? I need you to elaborate a little more. Like Why how? did you choose ping pong balls? Um, I needed something different to do. Um, tearing up paper was a lot of fun, but a lot of work as well. Uh, for this particular instance, I have to my right or to my left, to my, to my left. Uh, <laughs> shut up, Kelly. <clears throat> so to my left, I have, um, the match determiners, which is the pin, the count out, the, the DQ and the submission. Joe will be shuffling those for me over straight ahead. From me, I have Callie, and she has uh, one ball that says face and one ball that says heel. That'll help me to determine which opponent's going to win the match. Also, that's going to suffice for yes and no. Face will be yes, heel will be no as far as picking the add-ons in the match. And Mikey, you will be picking. I'm not doing anything. I got a whole bunch of shit going uh, on here. I got to do shuffle. <laughs> I, the champ, shuffling I don't, I don't. I don't want the, the champ to touch my cups. Um, oh, I don't want to just look. Just good look. Hey, you could be I your figure own downfall. You would totally want him to touch your balls. <laughs> He's been doing it a lot of your life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, so um, <laughs> Mike, you will be shuffling the numbers, and yeah, that's about it. Good luck that's that. what we, that we got. Where did my scorecard go? Is that mine? No. Nope. Uh, I got a question. Okay. Answer. Are we going to try to get uh, Orlando to text his in later? Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, he's unable to take care of it now. Uh, and obviously, Daniel is more than most likely watching, as always, uh, from PW Scorecards. And uh, again, uh, Daniel, what we want to know, we only have one question regarding this, uh, as far as we know right now. Uh, during the Intercontinental Championship match, it says, who interferes in match? And nobody's acceptable. Are we allowed to hit pick everybody? Uh, are we just picking, like, Maurice? Uh you know, it's basically, are you going, who interferes first? Is that what you're meaning? Like, we just want to know uh, what the meaning is there. Uh, so if you could comment on the video, let us know. Uh, appreciate it. Um, other than that, again, guys, uh, PW Scorecards on Twitter. Uh, they do live scorecard results as well. They're watching the pay-per-view. They post them every, after every match. So if you're watching Great Balls of Fire on Twitter, make sure you're following at PW Scorecards to get live scorecard results as it's going. All right. There are... Excuse me, eight matches for us to go through. So we're going to try and go through this as fast as possible. Uh, the first match is the Cruiserweight Championship match. Neville versus Akira Tozawa. Two match extras. Pin submission countout or DQ. And number of aerial moves plus or minus one. Champ, are you going to go first, last? Where do you want to go? I'm going to use the championship advantage. You're going to go last? Yes. You're going to lose like a motherfucker. All said right. said that twice already. Yep. Well, you know, I'm just trying to help you out here. Uh... Z is fucking first. Well, you're going to get your own fucking show for these picks, by the way. He's like, huh? it was supposed to be what? 
his Facebook live. It's supposed to be a Facebook live thing. All right. Uh, that one. What's that say? Well, it's on Periscope. Heel. Heel. So we got Neville winning. All right. Um, Joe, did you already shuffle? I did, I did not okay. touch Shuff- your balls. Shuffle them up a little bit, please. Why couldn't you too just... too much work. Yeah, why couldn't you just play beer why pong? Why can't you just put them in one cup and just pull out a ball? Because then you got to switch the cups. This That's week. all this the time I'm willing to spend on that. All right. By submission. That's and, actually not a bad call. And the number of aerial moves will be three. Okay. Joe, what are you picking this is going to get so fucking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, not far off from the, the ball shuffler. Uh, yeah. Neville like submission, balls. five aerial moves. All right. Yeah. Uh, Callie. I have Neville winning by submission with five aerial moves. All right. Hey, guys. Guess who I have winning? Uh, Aries. No. Oh, okay. I have Neville winning. Guess how I have him winning? Mm, count out. DQ. DQ. <laughs> <laughs> do you really? Yeah, I do. Uh, and I'm going to choose seven aerial moves uh, for my number. So Neville DQ seven. Yeah. Huh. I'm in a minority here, you as duh. always. <laughs> but um, I'm actually going with Tizawa because you, you got to get that time off of Neville sometime. There's nothing more you can do with it. So I got to Zawin by pinfall, four aerial moves. Uh-huh. And Smitty just lost his championship. All right. Uh, next match, singles match, Enzo Amore versus Big Cass with only two match extras. Pin submission, count on our DQ. And will there be a fight anytime before or after the match, yes or no? Uh, Z, balls. <clears throat> All right. So with the first one, I, I got Big Cass by... Pinfall, and for my yes or no, give me that one, Kat. What's that say? Face. So yes, there will be a match or a fight before or after the match. How, how did you? That, how does that determine that? Um, because I ran. Okay, so I only bought twelve ping pong balls, <laughs> and this is how it works. So the face is yes, the heel is no. Oh, one on one matches. Like yeah, yeah, that's yes why. No. That's why I went that way. They are only one one of matches. Yeah. I mean, outside the tag team. That's why I just did healer face instead of going with everybody's name. All right. Oh, that that what that, that next tag match, the thirty minute tag match is going to fuck you at this point. No, you're gonna get fucked at this point, Joe. Mm. Uh, big Cass pin. Yes. All right. Uh, Shuffle them. What? Kelly, okay. calm down, Kelly. I'm making sure you lose. I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm going to have Big Cass win by pin, and I'm going to go with no fight before or after. I you know, got to change it up somewhere. Okay. Picking wrong answers, stupid. Well, it's not going <laughs> to... Wow, asshole. I am. Uh, Cass, pin, yes. I'm <laughs> with the fellas on this one. <laughs> okay. Hey, look, you got some points back. <laughs> uh, third match is the 30-minute Ironman match for the ta- the Raw Tag Team Championship. Cesaro and Sheamus versus the Hardy Boys. Who will be the first tag team to score a fall? 
Uh, which superstar will make the most falls? Which superstar takes the most falls? And total number of falls, plus or minus one. Z, balls it for me. Um, so far, I so have far. Uh, Cesaro and Sheamus and the Hardy Boys taking the first fall. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with who makes the most fall. God, this is going to suck. God damn it. <laughs> That's what I say. <laughs> like, Matt Hardy is going to make the most falls, even though they're going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> Your championship uh, superstar that takes the most falls is going to be Cesaro, which it is not going to happen because they're supposed to win. <laughs> and the number, I, but the you number know what? of fall or number, yeah, number that could still right. happen, yeah. couldn't it? I mean, yeah, those end parts could totally happen. You just get the winner wrong. Well, I guess Cesaro could technically take the most yeah, falls. Yeah, no, that's still what I mean. Could he take team. the most falls and still be on the winning team? All right, and for number of falls, I got five. So. All right. Joe. All right. Um, Cesaro for the win. Hardy's score the first fall. Sheamus makes the most falls. Jeff Hardy takes the most falls. And I also have five for the number of falls. All right. Callie. Um, I'm going to be different here. I'm going to have the Hardy Boys win this one. Um, They're going to be the first ones uh, to score a fall. The one that makes the most falls, I'm going to go with Seamus. The one that takes the most is going to be Jeff. And then total number of falls will go five. Is this the first ever Iron Man tag match? I don't remember. No, one. I don't think it is. But I don't. I don't remember one. Yeah, I don't I don't we can always look it up. Um, I have the Hardys going over as well. Uh, first tag team to score a fall is going to be Cesaro and Sheamus. I, I wrote the bar. Jeff will make the most falls. Cesaro will take the most falls. And the total number of falls I have at four. Wouldn't that that would make it? Yeah, tie. it has to be an odd number. Continue. It's plus or minus one. Dumbasses. <laughs> that gets me three or five. <laughs> Fair enough. Champions advantage, bitch. <laughs> Asshole. That's why I told him to go. <laughs> you gave my fucking strategy away, dickhole. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with Cesaro and Seamus. Hardy's take get the first fall. Seamus take get uh what? He makes the mo- Seamus is gonna make the most falls, Jeff's gonna take the most falls, and I'm going with that four. Son of a bitch! <laughs> giving away my points here to take a championship reign. Womp womp. Next is the Intercontinental Championship Tag match. Team <laughs> the Miz versus versus Dean Ambrose. Miz coming out with Maurice Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas, aka the Miz Tourage. Three extras in this match: pin, submission, countout, or DQ. Will there be a uh, Miz pre-match promo length in minutes, plus or minus one? Who interferes in the match? Nobody is acceptable. We're still waiting for a comment from Daniel. So you know what? Bef- he may have given one, but I'm going to check the Twitter just to make sure. Uh, guys, we'll go right to the singles match for Seth Rollins and Bray Wyatt instead. So, um, singles match, Seth Rollins versus Bray Wyatt. Pin submission counter DQ. Uh, Wyatt theatrics during the match. And by theatrics, it means non-typical theatrics during match. Uh, example, lights going out, projections in ring, so on and so forth. Uh, will there be any? Yes or no. And number of finishers. 
Uh, the finishers are uh, the Kingslayer, which is the wrist lock into the short arm high knee, or the Sister Abigail. Z. All right, so my magic balls have told me hey, that Seth Rollins will win by pin. There will be no Wyatt theatrics, and the number of finishers will be three. All right. Joe. Yeah, Seth Rollins, pin, no theatrics, and three. Is that the same exact thing? Yeah. 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 Great, ball, you great your, balls. Fuck think you alike. and your balls. Great balls think alike. <laughs> what do you want to do to his balls? I have Seth winning by pin. Uh, yes to theatrics. Uh, three finishers. Uh, Seth, pin, no theatrics. Uh, two finishers. Well, that's hard. That's hard. What I had written down too. <laughs> exactly what? Exactly the same thing. I had Seth winning by pinfall. Uh, no theatrics and two finishers. All right. Uh, we don't have a comment yet from Daniel, so therefore, are we just going to do the Intercontinental one last then? Yeah, let's do the IC title um, okay. last. Next match, Kaylee, did you shuffle those? <laughs> you were shuffling them yourself, so I gave up. Not yours. Yours are too easy to tell when there's only two cups. Next match is the women's championship match. Alexa Bliss versus Sasha Banks. Uh, three extras here. Pin, submission, count out, or DQ with how it ends. Outside interference or distraction, yes or no. Number of finishers, plus or minus one. The finishers are the snap DDT, the twisted Bliss, or the bank statement. Z. All right. So far, <clears throat> I have Alexa winning by DQ. There will be outside interference, and the number of finishers is five. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you, <laughs> you just get sad. <laughs> Joe. Uh, Alexa Bliss, pin, yes for interference, and uh, three finishers. All right. I have Bliss, pin, yes, and two. Who? Bliss. Okay. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Ace. I, uh, I also have her by pin. Alexa Bliss by pin. Uh, yes to outside interference or distraction. Uh, number of finishers I'm at is uh, two. Champ. Once again, I'm going for minority. This is going to be the only title change I think we'll see tonight. On the, on, and I think Sasha Banks is going to go over by submission. There will be no outside interference or distraction, and I got two. All right. <laughs> uh, obviously still waiting on some clarification. So next match is the ambulance match. Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman. Who is the first superstar to open the ambulance door? Uh, does the match move backstage? Uh, will there be a fight on or move from the top of the ambulance? Does the ambulance get tipped over? Uh, yes or no to those last three. I have a question. Answer. <clears throat> Braun Strowman versus Roman Reigns. Who's the face? Who's the heel? Who gives a shit? <laughs> I okay, need, Roman I need be a face. Braun be a heel. Yeah, Roman. All right, well, the then I have Roman winning. <laughs> according to the fan, Braun's the face, but according to WWE, Roman is. I was deciding things that says heel. I have Braun Strowman opening the uh, meat wagon doors. 
<laughs> meat wagon. I have yes for does the match move backstage? Doesn't it have to in order to get no. one of them in the meat wagon? It'd be on, it'd usually on the, uh, it's ramp. usually on the rampway or around the side like it's been uh, right. when the ambulances come out each time. I have no for <clears throat> fight on. God damn it. Yeah, I got no for that one. Um, and I got no for getting tipped over. Boo. All right, those were my picks. I have a question before we go into the real picks. <laughs> These are the fake ones? <laughs> well, his, like, you know, it's not going to matter either It'll be way. be a guess who board next time. Um, you, you say, are you we, say that now. Wait till I win the fucking belt. Okay. And then what are you going to You say? know what? If you win the belt, I'm going to buy you your own custom belt. Done deal. With the, if you win this this month uh, off of the, these picks, you have to pick both the exact same way. Yeah. If you win, I'll buy you your own fucking custom belt. Okay. All right. I will shake hands on this. It's on Periscope, people. That's, that's so by the end of the next pay-per-view, Mikey's going to owe me a belt and $50. <laughs> <laughs> Not next pay-per-view. Yeah. Oh, by yeah. The end of the next pay-per-view. All right. Um, <laughs> so do we, are we considering the hood of the ambulance uh, on top of it, like let's say, yes. and, and I'm talking about I, not, I, not like the top. I'm talking about standing on the hood, not I someone say, hitting yes. the top of the hood. Yeah, because that's like on, on top okay. of it. Okay. It says on, on, on or on top. Okay, now yeah, the floor is lava, so therefore you're on it. Why is that not been a thing? So okay, question: Are we going to consider them being? Will both superstars have to be on it, or if the hood is a part of the top of the ambulance, just getting their head smacked on it? I think they got to be on. They have like both. both someone like, yeah, has to be, be standing on it. One person's because it says or move from. So at least one person, but not both. Like okay, both are okay. Feet so have if to be... like someone stamps on the hood and then jumps onto the other one, right. that counts. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, that's fine. Continue, Joe. Uh, I got Roman Reigns. Braun will open the door first. Hey, Braun. And then, uh, yes, yes, no. So, yes, it'll go backstage. Yes, for the move from the ambulance. No, hopefully, God, no, the ambulance won't get tipped <laughs> over. Because then the match will go on forever. All that competition. <laughs> Cali. Nerds. I have Braun winning. Who? Braun? Okay, I thought you said Ron. I was like, who's Ron? <laughs> Ron Burgundy. Uh, Anchor man. <laughs> Braun, uh, first superstar opening the door is going to be Roman. Fuck, just move backstage. Mm. <laughs> what was heel? No. <laughs> no. All right, it's probably backstage. <laughs> I'm a little start by this one. Um, <laughs> Starting a trend. The fight on top, yes. Uh, does the ambulance get tempered? If it does, I quit. <laughs> so, yeah. There we go. Just gonna... Fuck. All right. Hello. I have Roman Reigns winning. I have Braun being the first superstar to open the ambulance door. No, the match will not move backstage. Yes, there will be a move from or on fight on top of the ambulance. Uh, does the ambulance get tipped over? <laughs> no. <laughs> Smighty, the mighty champ. The mighty champion uh, chooses Roman Reigns to win his match. Aren't you yeah. so happy about that? Uh, fuck, whatever. I'm done with this shit. Um, <laughs> Braun Strowman will be the first to open the ambulance door. What if I go backstage? I believe it will. F- Delph? Delph? Uh, Delph. What? I said I do. 
believe it will. Hmm? What the fuck you say? What the fuck you gonna say, Dilfor? You jackass! I don't know. What you talking about? Um, fight on or move from the top of the ambulance. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! And then um, does the ambulance Hell get tipped yeah, over? Man. Thanks for those hawks. <laughs> Hell no. Cool. All right. Uh, the Universal Championship match: Brock, Brock Lesnar with Paul Heyman versus Samoa Joe. Four extras in this match. Pin submission counter DQ. Will there be blood? Yes or no? Number of suplexes. Uh, I'm gonna. T- I don't think it's just German. It's not. It's not just German. Like belly to bellies, uh, the back to back, belly to back, which is German. Touch my butt. You know? uh, number of finishers, plus or minus one. The finishers are F5 or the Kimura Lock, Kakina Clutch, Muscle Buster, or Island Driver. What's the Kimura Lock? Brock, uh, Brock's uh, submission uh, thing. Hey, PW Scorecards just watched. Uh, if you guys, uh, if they finally tune in, if you guys could check your messages on the tweets, appreciate it. We're trying to. Uh, get some clarification on the IC title. Uh, Daniel, uh, it's who interferes uh, in the match? Will it have to? Are we going to have to go uh, talking about who does it first? Yeah, who does who does it first? Is it who does it first? Is it are all of them? Uh, I know you said nobody uh, is a possibility. We're just wondering. Uh, so yeah, that's what we're wondering. Um, okay. And then... Well, then, are suplexes, like, are we talking all suplexes? Or just German. Yeah. So, Z, go for it. <clears throat> all right. So, I got Joe by pin. There will be blood. Six suplexes, five finishers. Can I have clarification on this whole blood thing? Because this pissed me off left last time. If Brock is doing suplex city, there will be blood, regardless of if they're supposed to be or not. Yeah, but if there's, uh, but there but we're talking last of, time. Yeah, so, we're not talking an elbow. Someone has to get like a bloody nose at least. Is yes. that what you're saying? Yes, bloody nose split open, or like a cut on the eye. Like, yeah, but it's got to be one of the competitors. The ref doesn't count. I know. So yeah, we're waiting. Huh. Uh, yeah. Um. So yeah. Sorry, that was very, very uh, enthralling uh, words right there for me. Yep. Joe? Oh, wait. Yeah. Are we going or are Your we waiting? Picks. Yeah, go. I mean, if we, you can always go back and switch the suplex to picks. All right. Uh, I got Brock winning. Pinfall. I think there will be blood because, as he was saying, like, the, these, these guys are both going to go hard, and I think someone's probably going to get hard weighed when they're not supposed to. Even if it's something minor, but I think there will be a little bit of blood at least. I have ten suplexes and four finishers. All right, Cal's shit. Little Miss Callie. Um. <laughs> I'm gonna not go. on purpose. <laughs> okay. Uh huh. Uh, Brock Lesnar winning. By pin, uh, yes to blood. I don't know how many suplexes. How many did you pick, Z? 
Right. He chose well, 10. No, it is. I, so I, did, I did the number. He chose 10. Chose times two, so. All right. Right? You chose yeah, 10. Yeah, Joe got 10. Yeah. I knew what 10 was. Yeah. Yep. But let's go seven. All right. And again, remember, you can switch the suplex number after you, if uh, we get the response. Three finishers. Three finishers? Um, he says, uh, who interferes could be just anyone, but I was trying to be more specific than just a yes or no, since we know there are three at ringside. So not just first anyone at any point. So therefore, is is so you have to be specific in the name. You can't say like um, super, Ms. Taraj or suplexes so. is any. Yep, suplexes is any. But yeah, so you can't just say Ms. Taraj. You can say all, but at the same time, if for some reason Maurice doesn't hit someone, you just got it wrong. But so, but you could say Kurt Axel and uh, just those two names. Though, I, right? I, I'm going to say if you pick one name and that person, get, as long as that person gets involved in an interference. That's three points. Wait, can you only that pick makes it easy for me. one or can you pick more than one? You can pick more than one. Okay. But if but one of them doesn't do it, you only get three points. You don't get the three points. So let's say you pick Maurice and Curtis Axel and Maurice doesn't do anything. You don't get that three points. Okay. So basically choosing one person is the safest bet. More than likely. Yeah. Um, and suplexes is any, not just German. Any type of suplex. So, Joe, do you want to change your number from 10? No. Okay. Callie, do you want to change your number from 7, you said? Yeah. Okay. What do you want to go with? Well, no, I'm saying that 7 is my number, but I just have to think about the kind of suplexes each of them do. (laughs) Yeah. Do that. Um, I'm Uh, going to multiply mine by 4. You can call it 12. Okay. That's fine. Did the ball tell you to do that? Well, if you multiply it. That's, it's not legit unless the ball told you. <clears throat> the ball number was three. I times it by four. I got 12. Wait, you can do that? <clears throat> yeah. You do whatever he wants. It's his balls. It's like John Cena making up the rules as he goes. <laughs> so I'm going to be the 16-time champ. Z Nasty. We'll sucks. see. <laughs> Where he picks his own championship matches like Roman Reigns. Z Nasty. Su- oh. <laughs> Roman's going to get his own title? I'm fighting for the title at SummerSlam. Because I'm the big dog. Competition. All right. Uh, my pick, Brock will win by pin. Will there be blood? C. Number of suplexes? Fuck you guys. 18. Uh, He's going to work on them. (laughs) (laughs) Matter of fact, no, fuck that. Number of suplexes, 22. Number of... It does... Number of finishers. (laughs) Number of finishers, I'm going to go with five. You expect this to be a barn burner. No, I don't expect it to be a bar burner. I just expect the coquina clutch to be applied quite a few times and Brock to get out of it. Uh, I think he was more Joe so referring to your number really? of suplexes. That's fine. What? That's, does Samoa Joe ever really do? Each. Yeah, but... It's all it's Samoa Joe does is suplexes. Different variations really? of suplexes. Well, fuck. Champ, go. <laughs> I'm going to go with Brock Lesnar. To win this match, you're gonna win by pinfall. I don't think there's gonna be blood, but I do think there'll be ten suplexes throughout this match. Okay, at minimum. Um, <laughs> and one with three finishers. All right. 
I'm going to change that to 15 suplexes. 15 suplexes it is. probably smarter. All right. And Intercontinental Championship match. The Miz with Maurice, Curtis Axel, and Bo Dallas versus Dean Ambrose. Pin submission count out or DQ. How long will the Miz pre-match promo length be in minutes? Um, And again, remember, it says minutes, but feel free to throw seconds on there. Yep. Because if you don't put seconds on there... And let's say you pick three minutes, and it's four minutes and 22 seconds. You don't get the 22 seconds. Yeah, we talked about that. Yep. Remember, so I'm just pointing that out again. Uh, and who interferes in the match? Nobody is acceptable. Z, <coughs> tell me what your balls are telling you. Well, so far, <laughs> <laughs> it's telling me that Ambrose is going to win by pin, <clears throat> and that The Miz will have a zero-minute length promo. Um, That's great. <laughs> who interferes in the? Match? I mean, that could be no promo. That's well, yeah. Yeah, it's very possible. No promo. <laughs> <laughs> no promo. No promo is good. I like that. Uh, Hashtag no promo. And nobody is going no to interfere body, in the match. No God damn it! The trouble. He's got a pure like Dean Ambrose clean win going there, right, Joe? I got the Miz winning by pin. One minute for the promo. Curtis Axel interfering. Callie. Who's the other dude? Bo Dallas. Bo Dallas. You better Bo leave. Bray Wyatt's brother. In real life? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Can't tell by the gut. You can't tell by the facial features. <laughs> I never really looked at. And the fact that he's Imagine really if Bo had a beard. Yes, he does now. He oh, does, yeah. yeah. He looks examples exactly like Bray. I don't know how they to made him that better. Without um, nasty Rasta dreads. I'll go with. Where's the Okay, I have uh, Miz winning by pin. I have a 1.5, 1 minute, 30 second uh, for the promo length, and then I'm going to put down Bo. All right. Uh, I have Miz winning by pin. I have a 1. For the minutes, uh, one minute for the promo, uh, and I also have Bo Dallas for the interference. Champ, I got the Miz by pinfall promo time two minutes, um, and I got Curtis Axel as interfere. All right. Up next are the points for the tables. Uh, five points for each one you get right. Uh, circle over the one that you think is not going to be destroyed. X over the one that you think will be destroyed. Z, what you got? <clears throat> I got all three tables being destroyed. Cool. No. <laughs> Joe. I got English and Spanish being destroyed, other not. All right. I just have the Spanish table dying. I just have the Spanish. Adios. I just have the Spanish table going as well. I got the English surviving, the Spanish and the other going. All right. All right. So for this next part, this is what we're gonna do, Mikey. This time I am gonna need you to shuffle these for me. But I have numbers from zero to five. Whatever number I pick is the number of guest appearances I get to pick. <laughs> Perfect. All right. You'll put a zero. <laughs> He's like, really hoping. Well, that'll count for nobody. So if nobody shows up, it'll be 25 points. But I doubt that'll happen. And I'm probably going to pick the zero. <laughs> I just have a fucking feeling. <laughs> Go. One. Full 
close enough. <laughs> Finn Balor. <laughs> Son of a bitch. All right, Joe. I got uh, Finn Balor, Elias Sampson, Gold Dust, R Truth, Nia Jax. All right, Callie. Uh, um, oh fuck! Uh, Finn Balor, Bailey, Elias, Nia, and we'll go with Gold Dust. All right. I have Nia Jax, Bailey, Finn. Uh, the other ones, I'm still. You said Nia Bailey Finn. Yep, I just have those three right now. Um, oh man, I feel like. Oh, man. It's. <laughs> I just figured out how I'm picking for the next pay per view. He's flip company. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get it, so nobody. Um, man, dude, I, I guess if Finn comes out, Elias has to come out because it's going to be a match against those two. Nia Jackson Bailey for that. Then uh, the only reason I say Goldust is just, just because he's been given so many opportunities to do. Yeah, but just, I mean, not that I'm trying to help you out, but it, like just like if Finn comes out, Elias has to. If Goldust comes out, our truth has to. to. But I put my money more on Goldust. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't though because with Goldust and our truth, they might do like a, a promo segment, and that doesn't count for your appearances. But if it's a backstage, it a backstage thing, thing no, yeah. no, 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 no. But if they do like those stupid little promos they've been doing, where like they film him but filming something else out no, in the that ring, is, that no, does it says no. It says no match promo videos. Yeah, yeah it has to be a video. So they're talking like pre-taped shit. No man, no. If they again, what we're talking about match promo videos means a video that plays before the match, giving a promo to the match, not a promo in the backstage area. If it's a videotaped one, like uh, Tyler Breeze and stuff, like this is how Brock Lesnar and Samoa Joe met, and in the Samoa Joe part where he's putting the coquina clutch on Finn Balor, that doesn't count as Finn Balor's appearance. Yeah, I know that. But but it's not what. For a backstage promo like the Shattered Dreams production thing, even though it's filmed beforehand, the, what, they, what they mean is the pre-match promo going into a match, like like the Fashion Files. Yeah, Fashion promo. Files is counts as a backstage segment. Uh, a Shattered Dreams production where Goldust is sitting in the director's chair looking at it, even though it's edited and everything, counts as. Yeah. You yeah it does. That's okay. You only get one pick, so. <laughs> um, I hear you're pretty legendary, though. Our truth, our truth is my fifth Shots pick. Fired. Champ. Uh, so I got a lot of. You can sit there. So um, I got Finn Balor. I got Elias Sampson. I got Goldust. I got Bailey, and I got Titus O'Neil. Oh Fuck. man! I, can I change? I'm taking off. <laughs> I'm taking off truth and putting on Titus. But uh, hold on, wait. Is the cruiserweight championship in a pre-show? Yep. Yeah, but it still it counts. counts. Oh, but don't managers not count? But oh, it doesn't say Akira Tozawa with Titus O'Neil. But Titus is. But, but Titus, Titus is still. He's also, oh, he's, yeah. also, he's also an active uh, 
He's also active on the roster. Yeah, so he, I, oh, think if he, but, I think if he wrestles, it counts. But if he just comes in, accompanies him to the ring. I don't know. It says managers, valets don't count. I yeah, think that would eliminate Titus. Yeah, yeah. I think that yeah, does eliminate that Titus. Been, yeah. Bullshit. I, I, no, I think t- I as much as like I would like to say that, that he could count. I still switched our truth to Apollo Cruz. That's what I was with. My second goal was Cruz. So if Cruz comes out with Titus and Tozawa, does that no? Count because as the valet? Cruz is not the valet. Okay, it's Cruz Titus. Just, Cruz, yeah. yeah, Cruz is just his uh, on the same roster as him. Unless it's announced before the match that all like both of them are going to accompany. Yeah, him. then it won't count. Yeah, for sure. All right, I want to go with the power of Tozawa. The power of Tozawa. Um, getting on that level. level. All right. Things I want to talk about now. Right, they're so bad. So good. She's fucking angry because she's a girl. Um, I heard all of that. All of that. Um, Gentlemen, lady. This is our anniversary show. One year ago on July 6th was the first episode ever of Breaking Down the Ring. Uh, the only one who wasn't there is Callie, but she showed up later. But either way, it's a year. It's a year of shows for us. Very few missed in between. One. I think we only missed one show in between. No, we missed like maybe three. No, but since we've been here. Since, we've yeah, Pocky, but I'm talking about this is the beginning since we were started on the original network that we that we were on. That's not even I think we missed two, anymore. like one because of the power outage. Either way. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, who one. cares? Bottom, bottom line is it's a very consistent weekly wrestling podcast. Um, we've moved on from just doing WWE stuff and a little bit of uh, broken hearty TNA stuff to everything. We cover ROH. We talk New Japan. When there's anything huge that happens, we bring it up. Um, I'm proud of where we have come uh, in this uh, year. I want to ask you guys because I, I didn't mention that it was our year show until right before because that's when it clicked to me. Um, I want to ask you guys what you think your best memory is so far from on this. And I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot, so I'm going to go first. And what the fuck are you looking at me? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you're an idiot. Z just, he just straight looking at All of my best memories include you being drunk and saying something stupid. Um, my best memory is actually the first time we did a Facebook Live for a pay-per-view. We were all sitting at B-Dubs. And we had Walt there, and I don't remember the pay per view, but we was well, Bam Mania. Not, yeah, that was Mania. No, no, it WrestleMania was WrestleMania. Oh, no, the Mania. Rumble, the Rumble, yeah. Rumble. Yeah. yeah, so it was Royal Rumble, and uh, the reason it's my favorite memory is because it was a time that Walt just went in on Smitty about <laughs> Roman Reigns, and Smitty just sat there going, "This sucks. He's right. This sucks. He's right. This sucks. <laughs> I didn't say this sucks. He's right. I was like, yeah. just I mean, no, maybe not aloud, but in your head, totally." Uh, But it was also the first time that we started expanding, and that's really why it was more of a memorable thing because that was our first Facebook Live. It brought us into the four-way that we are – the foray that we are now. I was going to say the four-way. The four-way. Hey, everybody. Uh, Being live on Facebook for every episode uh, recently, uh, Periscope now, uh, just moving along. I can't wait to try and get both of those intertwined. Uh, Hopefully that can happen soon. That would be sweet. Uh, but yeah, so that's my favorite. Uh, who wants to go next? 
<laughs> I, I don't know. You're kind of putting me on the spot here. <laughs> I didn't know we had to come up with our favorite moment. Well, for... he did say, I'm sorry. I'm putting everyone on the spot. I'll go first. Yeah. So you guys can think about it. That's because he already had a fucking moment ready mm-hmm. to go. I didn't. I, was, I didn't even think about asking that question until right before cue. I asked it. You got right, one cue? Go. go. All right, go. Uh, show after WrestleMania. Quinn Kelly's actually sucked dick on air. <laughs> Callie Man. totally did say she would suck dick on air. Not that I sh- that she that I would that I have does. that I do. And a couple and, short months later, well, you know. <laughs> God, she's just taking a beating today. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, who, I, it to, I, I think I was pushing her to the limit eventually. Push it, it to the limit, and eventually, my face went so boom. red. God, I there's very little time that like. I, I wish I could just stop time and like just take the words and shove them so Word far vomit. down. <laughs> God damn it, Z! Really? All right, who's next? I just came off for dick. Who's next? Who has a, who has something they want to remember? I'll go. I guess uh, mine would be the first time that I was crowned uh, BDR champ yeah, on the no. air. On the air, which on was air. that was cool. That was very cool. Nice, nice. Oh. Z, Callie, who's next? Um, I don't have a memorable moment. I don't. I don't it's like fuck much. all you fuckers. Um, you said maybe on a jackass drunk. <laughs> yeah, but you do that like once a week. So You've been getting better. I have. I mean, there there was a couple. I don't know if I want to relive them because you two were going at it most of the time, and I'm pointing to Smitty and Kelly, by the way. Um, I don't know. I mean, overall, it's been a great year, and I'm uh, really proud of how far we've come. I really didn't think when we started doing this in what was like a cubicle, (laughs) um, I really didn't think it would be to where it is now. In fact, um, we are, you know, a lot farther than I ever thought we'd be. So that over a thousand Facebook followers, almost a hundred on Twitter. It's pretty cool. I mean, it's a lifetime hobby I've had, and now I get to talk about it once a week. Um, sometimes life gets in the way and wrestling recently kind of sucks from WWE aspect, at least. Which is another good reason why we're expanding. But, no, um, just good conversation with you guys. Always, you know, then get Smitty drunk and he'll say whatever you want him to say on on the air, so. Also, whatever you want him to say. That's that's always fun. I'm nice nice and crude. Another one of my favorite moments within the show wasn't actually... It was show related, but it wasn't on the show. But the fact that I got to get in the ring and, oh, yeah. and get phys- and get involved yeah. physically in what? the ring, and you know, I've said for years now, like I'm in my 30s, I'm a smaller guy. There's no way that I'm ever going to be a professional wrestler. But I, I've said for years, like if I could just get in the ring and roll around or bump around or, or like have one quick little crappy match or something. Just one anything, and if I could do that, you know, it's like bucket list, and I got to do that because of this show. If it was not for this show, I would have never been able to check that off my bucket list. So that's fucking awesome. I'm with Joe on that one. I've, I've, yeah, by far, getting super kicked in the middle of a ring was pretty <laughs> fucking amazing. I got blasted in the face. She does probably her favorite moment. <laughs> Watch me get hit in the face. You get blasted in the face. You get blasted I- in the face for a lot, from what I hear. Yeah. Got them How, those burns on your knees. <laughs> How those knees doing? How those knees doing? Kelly, what's your favorite movie? Um, 
honestly, getting roped into all of this. Um, the first time just coming on the show, <laughs> I didn't know jack shit, you guys. I'm going to be completely honest. I pulled so much off my phone and talked out my ass. And I don't know, here I am today. Um, a little less green. Not uh, knowing jack shit, but just not pulling it off my phone. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm not now. Well, I got an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> Brought my computer. Right? Um, I mean, it's just she cool codes. being, you know, the first person to hold our title, our shitty little title. Um, I don't know. Just the memories of being able to hang out with you guys has been, I mean, as much as I hate all of you, I think that you guys are pretty awesome. So, uh, yeah. wow, Joe, what did you do to work? <laughs> also, being a first guy, wouldn't hold- you like to know? <laughs> when, I know that. Being a first guy to hold on to this one, actually, too, is my Wait, the opportunities yeah. we get with Fuck the show. You guys, my character doesn't need a title. <laughs> yeah, that's why you're supposed to be my manager, fucker. You ever want to? It, okay, well, yeah, you abandoned ship, so. This isn't what have you done for me, it's what have you done for me lately. And you haven't won shit lately, so. Okay, well, hopefully I moved this on. I have a new client now. His name is The Smith, and he is the shit. That's all okay. I'm too, so. <laughs> I'm, you know, for this year, um, and hopefully another year to go, um, I just look forward to all the opportunities that this show is going to bring us, and I hope that, you know, we get to cross more things off our bucket list in regards to wrestling and you know we get to do more fun things like we've gotten to do so like if we Already. split up as a tag team would that be like your guys's tag team name like z-tarded shit <laughs> z-tarded Z-tarded Smith. Smith. <laughs> just saying <laughs> be good I like it. <laughs> he likes it a lot. Uh, that's it for us, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening on Podcast Detroit or the Podcast Detroit app. If you're uh, listening live, feel free to subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud. If you're listening on iTunes and SoundCloud, every Wednesday, 9.15 p.m. around then is when we go live. Uh, we go live on Periscope, hopefully uh, Facebook Live. Get both of them in, man. That will be really sweet. Uh, give your Facebook page a like, facebook.com slash BDRcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BDRcast. Uh, make sure you guys follow the network too, man, at Podcast Detroit on uh, Twitter. Also, give a follow to Detroit at Detroit Podcast. I know it sounds weird, but Podcast Detroit and at Detroit Podcast on the tweets. Um, we got a great partnership going with Detroit Sports Podcast. Uh, that's who... Detroit podcast is uh, and they uh, man they've have jumped our Twitter followers up uh, another 50% because we had like 60 and now we got 90 so 50% of our followers you know got a 50% increase just by uh, joining up with them guys thank you so much to everyone who has listened everyone who uh, watches we really appreciate it uh, hope everyone had a good Independence Day uh, if you're listening from across the seas or in Canada or in Mexico, Mexico, El Luchador. Uh, we hope you just had a great weekend. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening and watching, and we are out. Mm-hmm.